let's just make a quick announcement. If you didn't know already, you've probably seen it in our socials, but it's back. San Diego Comic-Con, the summer version, not whatever they were doing for Thanksgiving, although I heard it was okay. The summer version kicks off. We're recording this on Saturday, July 16th. It will be released on Wednesday, of course. Comic-Con starts tonight, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do this. Yes, let's go. Feels good, doesn't it? Great to be back. I mean, I'm not going because for reasons. Yeah, you're not going to be back. Just uh, just reasons. I'll be back. Listen, I will be back in 2023. I will be there with all of the Teeves and Kid Phoenix merch that I can carry. We've got merch? I. Yeah, we've got merch. We got buttons. We got keychains. We got T-shirts. No, we don't have any of that yet. We're we're working on it though. We're waiting for that sweet sponsorship money, and then we can get you guys merch. That's that is correct. That's the plan. Uh, it's Tease and Kid Phoenix. This is the San Diego Comic Con Pod. We could have done one for the Thanksgiving John, but um, I can't remember if it was like we weren't completely sold on the idea or if you just weren't going to go like, what was your feeling about the Thanksgiving, the, the mini John, the Comic-Con junior. Um, my beef with Comic-Con special edition is special edition. I'm sorry. They didn't mention anything about it. Well, I was, it was over Thanksgiving weekend and I actually made the decision to go back to Philadelphia for Thanksgiving so I could see my nephew. Oh, just just your imagine nephew. that. Forget forget the rest of your family. Just the just the nephew. Okay, I That's see. That's correct. How I get it. No, I get it. He's cuter than anybody else in the family, with the exception That's of correct. with the exception of maybe baby Sith. And I'm contractually obligated to say that for fear that she will kick me square in the ass. Sure. <laughs> so. As Tease and Kid Phoenix are seasoned veterans of San Diego Comic-Con and conventions in general, we thought it would be a great idea to take this opportunity to give you some of our best tips and tricks. And that's the good news. The bad news, the unfortunate news, I should say, is that this episode will serve as our mid-season finale. We are taking our... uh, contractually mandated summer break (laughs) so we are going to recharge the batteries i'm sure i I don't know about you teams but i I definitely need one of those mega man e-tanks that's for sure uh definitely we've been pumping out all this content y'all all All this content all this content so yeah we we need we need a breather but just like last year we'll be back in about a month and a half two months and uh yeah we'll finish out the rest of the year Let's get started. It's the tips and tricks. Now, now, Teeves, is this more for like noobs or like seasoned veterans or like a combination of both? So I was thinking that this is probably for people if it is your one of your first few times at Comic-Con. But I think these tips apply to every Comic-Con attendee class. Okay. So for, for bona fides, for bona fides, let's just let's just throw it out there. 
How many times have you attended San Diego Comic-Con or Star Trek Con, Star Wars Con, any, anything like that where like the okay. skills are easily transferable? This, 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 rant, this episode is going to be San Diego Comic-Con focused, but I do, go, I do attend a number of cons. These tips will be good for any con you want to go to. So if you want to go to, so if you're going to C2E2, if you're going to Emerald City, if you're going to even a small local convention, these which, tips should still apply. Which support local conventions. They're important. Support local. Listen, there's all kinds of conventions going on all the time. You do not have to wait to go to um, the big daddy. I just happen to live in San Diego. But right. if I did not, believe me, I would not be at this effing show. Steve, can I, can I do a brief shout out since we're on the topic of local? Sure. Uh, I would just like to say uh, shout out, and it's unfortunate that uh, Amalgam Comics here in Philadelphia, they will no longer be in business due to the COVID-19 pandemic and their struggles and all like that. Amalgam Comics, if you don't know, was started by an African-American person with a uterus, and she has been serving the African-American community as it pertains to nerd business for quite some time and it sucks that you know something local and something that specific isn't able to continue business it just sucks you know mm -hmm. so just quick shout out to anybody that has been to amalgam comics loves amalgam comics i've been there numerous times i love that place and it's just such a shame that it's going under unfortunate to see it but you know all right so my my Comic-Con nerd bona fides. First Comic-Con I attended was 2008. And that was an experience. I'd never been to any kind of show like that before. I had never even thought about going to San Diego Comic-Con before because I thought that getting tickets was downright impossible. Lo and behold, two thousand eight. You thought ticket getting tickets were impossible. I thought it was one of those things that was so popular that it was incredibly difficult to get tickets because everybody was gunning for these tickets. People. Two thousand eight. You in thought two, this. in two thousand eight. I thought this, but I was lucky enough to be in the queue and have some extra spending cash laying around. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I got in the queue, and uh, yeah. First Comic-Con in 08, and I've been going when I can ever since, and I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it thusly. I'm very sad that I'm not going to be able to go this year because it's the first year back for the summer con. But like I said, I'll be there next year, and uh, yeah, had, had to do it. It was the choice of go to San Diego Comic-Con or not take two days off of work from a job that I literally just started a month ago. Yeah, that could be tough. I think I made the right choice. I, I, I don't know so. about you, but I think I made the right choice. But we, I, I have my own tips and tricks, and Teeves obviously has his. So let's just get started. Let's just get going, because there are some people that are, like, listening to this podcast while they're getting things together. Like, maybe they're in the shower. Maybe they are putting things together, their costumes together, and just like, hey, we need the tips. I need the tips. Just get on with it already. Okay, we're getting right, into look, it. Jesus. We're going to get to the tips. We're getting you the tips. 
Jesus. Tips are incoming. Tips inbound. God damn it. Prepa- uh, prepare the tips. The tips are coming. All right. First thing, schedule prep. Generally, how how soon do they release the schedules before the actual con? Like a week, two weeks in advance? Yes, two weeks in advance. So within those two weeks, I feel that like... That is just Comic-Con. Other conventions tend to release their schedule of events and what they're going to have going on out further out. The point is, figure out what you want to go and see and yes. get it worked out as far in advance as possible. Yeah, look over the schedule for each day, pretty much the day that this schedule is released. Like, as soon as Wednesday is up, you should be looking at that, like, right away with a legal pad and your writing utensil of choice. Or if you want to print stuff out and highlight it like I, like I usually do, that's fine, too. Whatever works. Uh, do you use the San Diego Comic-Con app for scheduling? I did, but it is kind of janky, so... Yeah, I... I tried using it a couple of times, but I just got really tired with it because it was janky. It was buggy. The, uh, the interface wasn't fantastic. I got lost and confused a lot of times. So I went with the brick and mortar uh, pen and paper method. I think it was good. What, what do you think is the biggest mistake somebody could make during schedule prep? Because I know what it is for me anyway. Well, why don't you go ahead and say what yours is? So my my biggest mistake that I think people can make is that, like, let's say you're trying to go to, like, panels back to back, right? For yes. example, you have one that goes from 1 o'clock to one forty-five, and then you have another one that starts at 2 or 2.15, but it's on the other side of the damn convention center. I'm telling you right now, you have to pick one of them because you're not going to be able to make it to both of them unless you're incredibly lucky and or have mastered teleportation technology, in which case, why aren't you facilitating that to the general society? That just makes you a jerk. Or, uh, you know, and, or in, unless you happen to have Grand Theft Auto-like knowledge of the convention center that your particular show will be at. And, and, no, and nobody has that. Not even the organizers uh, I, have I, that. I, I, I had that. So you're telling me you can go from Hall H, not that you would ever set foot in there, you would go from Hall H to 26 ABC and have no problems. Yeah. All right. You're you're better man than me, apparently. I, I guess you... I don't think you mean 26. I think you mean like one or one. six. One, Something yeah. all the way on the other side of the convention center. Um, yeah, no problem. All right. I, I guess you just got it like that. I'm sorry. Jesus. Uh, the, okay. Pro tip. Pro tip. The back of the convention center is right. probably the fastest way to get from one side to the other. Yes. Where the water is, right on the marina. That's the easiest yes. effing way. So, in your example, I would leave Hall H. I would head back behind where the FX stuff is, usually right in front of the Hilton. And then I would book it all the way down to the other side. I would go up the stairs to the mezzanine and then get in the convention center via the mezzanine and then slide upstairs to six. There we go. Pro tip. Um, I, I would agree with that. I, 
I like walking on the marina, like right behind the convention center, because like I said, the water's right there. You might get a nice little breeze coming off the ocean or the bay or whatever the hell that is. You get you feel a little bit refreshed before having to go in and deal with all the uh, humanity. And there's going to be a lot of humanity. We'll get to oh, that. We'll, we'll get to that. We will get to that. Second tip. Ne next tip on our list. Preview night. If you can go, if you have the opportunity to go to preview night, go. It is literally the only time. Do you want to explain to the folks a little bit? So what preview night actually. San Diego Comic-Con runs Thursday to Sunday, but in the last couple of years, I don't know when preview night started. You can fill in the gap there. I don't preview know exactly either, but it's been a long time, like probably longer than I've been going to that show. Okay. Preview night is Wednesday. And it's a shortened night. It goes, it starts at about three, four o'clock, and then runs until about nine or ten. There's not a whole lot of programming on preview night. There's some. There's certain things like there might be like a TV series premiere or some little offshoot comic stuff. But for me and maybe for Teams as well, preview night is the only time, the only time you'll be able to walk and take in all of what the show floor has to offer. It's definitely not. It's not the only time, but it's definitely going to be the most relaxed, best, least hectic yes. environment. There's preview night and Sunday afternoon, probably. Mm -hmm. And Sunday afternoon is great because sometimes vendors have like sales. Another pro tip. Sometimes vendors will have sales on Sunday afternoons just because they don't want to carry a whole bunch of shit back with them. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, but some do. Some do, and I appreciate that. Um, but preview night. If you can go, check it out. If you can't, try to get in on that in future cons. I've been to preview nights. They're fucking fantastic. I was able to take in all of the floor, go to the Marvel booth and the DC booth and the Capcom booth, which Tease is probably going to expand on a little bit more when we talk about things that we're looking forward to. It's the best time where you can see what everybody has to offer before there is so much foot traffic that it is impossible to move around the show floor, again, without some kind of teleportation device. Uh, exactly. Listen, if you're Nightcrawler, go nuts. If you're Nightcrawler, go nuts. Seriously. Uh, Teeves, there's, there's one thing that, that you said to me that is a, that is a genius tip, and, and it has to do with butthurtedness. So why, why, don't you, why don't you explain to the people what you mean by that, where you're going with, with that? Folks. When you go to this thing, you got to leave your feelings at the door. Leave your feelings at the door. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to explain this. You're going to get bumped. You're going to get shoved. You're going to get screamed at by security people. Your shoes are going to get stepped on. People people are going to bust in front of you in line. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Going to happen. Relax. Just roll with, roll with, with it. it. That's all you got to do. That's all. Not, not only is it all you got to do, it's all you can do. Because what happens if you start to get ornery and then you get yelled at by security and then they mm -hmm. escort then you up. out and then, then you're, you're out, out and you're not going to con for the rest of that weekend. So leave your Maybe field. ever again. You might get blacklisted. You might so get it's blacklisted. Not it's it. not worth it. Not worth it. 
It's not besides which there are literally hundreds of other things going on at this convention. Maybe check out one of those. Right. Instead of being butthurt that you didn't get a freaking poster that you're never going to goddamn see again. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Like, that was the first culture shock for me. Just how many people attended that damn, this damn thing. And I was just like, oh, my God, there are tons of people here. And I am incredibly overwhelmed. And uh, I definitely just got flat tired on my way to the dc booth also if you want to if you have if getting in and getting that merch is very important to you all the more reason to grab preview night if you can exactly but i mean this is more specific to like cosplay your your stuff is going to get i don't know if it's going to get torn but it may get wrinkled. It's going to get bumped into. And not only that, but I also have another message to cosplayers or anybody taking photos or anything like that. Consent is everything when it comes to the cosplay world. Listen, we know you want to get all the pictures on your socials. We understand that. But sometimes, maybe, maybe whoever you're trying to take a picture of is not feeling photogenic. Respect the patrons at the convention, okay? If it's if they don't want to take pictures, again, leave your feelings at the door. Don't get butt hurt. There are hundreds of other people that are in cosplay that are probably going to be just as great as the one you're looking at right now. Trust me, the level of cosplay at San Diego Comic-Con is re-Donkey Kong, okay? You'll find others. It's it better fine. be at this show. It Look. better be at this damn show. I want all show. y'all to come out of the damn woodwork. This is the first time coming back to the summer in what three in what three years? I That's need all, I need all of the cosplayers to come correct. Okay, no bullshitting around. Now we're gonna get into a very important topic, and that is the topic of personal care. <sighs> if you're going to preview night. Get a good night of sleep Tuesday night into Wednesday because it's the last good night of sleep you're going to get until Sunday night. Listen, this is what you're going to do. Tuesday night, if you're going to preview night, Wednesday night, if you're not, well, even if you're not going to preview night, you're still going to go down and F around on campus. So let's just say Tuesday night, okay? You get a good night's sleep. You go to the gym, you work out, you do whatever you need to do to ensure that you're going to get a good night's sleep. Eight hours, eight hours or more. Minimum eight hours plus. Minimum eight hours. Like, don't, because you're only going to be getting like five or six the rest of the weekend if you're lucky. Then Wednesday morning, you treat yourself to a good big breakfast. Uh, okay. that, that, that's, the ne- that's the next tip. Don't, don't bleed into the other, into the next tips. Um, we're, we're, we're getting to food and concessions. That's coming. Trust me. This goes without saying, sometimes it's not that easy. I, there are some exceptions that I can make, but y'all seriously shower for the love of God and those around you. If you can, if you can hop in that shower for 20 minutes, throw in some hotel soap, it's, it's worth it. Fine. That's all it takes. Can't tell you how many times that I've been in line for a panel and there's some definite yetiness going on. 
Yetiness, eh? Yetiness. Wet yak. <laughs> okay. It's not what you want. Wet Very pleasant imagery we're going with here. Wet yak is not a scent that is desirable by the human population. I don't even know if it's really that desirable by the yak population, but you know what? Whatever. So you're talking about literal yaks. Literal yaks. People are out here smelling like. They're out here smelling like, and I know that I'm probably going to get roasted on socials for not knowing what the, the, the banthas. They're out here smelling like whole ass banthas that have been cooking in the Tatooine sun for their entire existence. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but if you are in that hotel room with some, with some friends and there's that one buddy that hasn't showered in two days, you need to throw him in the shower. I don't care if you got to hold them down, schedule it out. I don't care. And we know it's not always easy. You got, <laughs> you're in one hotel room with four people. Schedule it out. Do what you got to do. Now, personal, I think this, personal hygiene is important. Now, listen, I think this tip is a little bit overblown. I myself have never had run into an issue with this, but apparently it's a thing. So fine. But I just, I would just like to point out. It is definitely I, a thing. I, I have never experienced a serious BO issue in all my years of going to Comic-Con. Maybe that's just because, again, I'm, I'm not standing in line. That's a tip. Try to avoid standing in line if you can. If you can. There's only so many. Listen, what's your most precious resource at this convention? Energy. What's Time. your most precious it's hours. It's Time. minutes. Don't give up minutes for something that you're not really that involved or care about. And, and we'll bleed into this when we start talking about panels. But like, yeah, have, have a tier system. If there's something that you know might not have too big of a line, then go to the thing with the, with the fewer amount of people and the better chance to get in. You'll still get to see something that you want to see, but maybe you'll actually be able to get in to see it. Listen, folks, not everybody's getting into the Marvel panel or the Warner Brothers panel. Just, just accept it. Okay. How many people in a normal year would generally be going to this convention? It's somewhere in the neighborhood. I, of... I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just going to ballpark thousands. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of 110, 120,000. How many people does Ball, does Hall H hold? 1,200 at most, I think? 6,500. Oh, all right. So way more than I thought. So, yeah, you're not going to be able uh, uh, That also speaks to leave your feelings at the door. You're not going to be able to see everything. Roughly a 6% chance of getting in that room. Did you crunch the numbers right then and there? I just crunched the numbers. Yeah. Especially you... for a panel like Marvel where people are trying to get in. Like, look, like, just, I don't want to discourage people, but like. No, no, not at all. We're recording this podcast on. July 16th. July 16th, 2022. Um, the show is. Woof. Well, that panel is literally one week away. Yes. Um, you need to be in line now. Right. 
If you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, you need to be in line for the Marvel panel right now. If you're listening to this podcast when this podcast comes out, which is going to be on Wednesday the twentieth, it's too late. It's too late. Like that's you're not it. getting in. You're not Forget getting it. in. <laughs> it's not happening. Just figure out something else. <laughs> All right. Next tip, and then we're going to go to break. Food and concessions. This is the literal. This is the very literal meat and potatoes. Like what I did there. I like. I, I did like that. There you go. Like Tease was saying. On Tuesday or Wednesday, if you're going to on Wednesday, what did you say? Tuesday and Wednesday, or just Wednesday? Um, most people like I know if I didn't have preview night, I'd still probably go down on Wednesday just to see what's going down. So, okay, so Tuesday night, <laughs> when you wake up on Tuesday, get yourself that first square meal. And you need three of them. You need them all. You need the full breakfast, lunch, and dinner with snacks in between. Don't mess around. Don't go with the continental breakfast. Like, that's fine for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. No, you do not want the continental breakfast. You need not on Tuesday, you don't. English. Full, full English. Full ass English breakfast. <laughs> the whole that's what you ass need. English. <laughs> you need the beans on toast, two different types of sausage. All of it. Everything. Everything. And if you're not down with the English breakfast, you go to Broken Yolk or wherever and you get the big ass pancake pattern. Not like not like the silver dollar pancake. No, talking about the fat ass pancakes or the omelets that like cover like a quarter of the goddamn table. That's what you want before the con. That's what you want. Don't mess around. And then during the day, you have the, the, the big-ass burrito or... No no, the, no, 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 You cannot. Sorry. That is a rookie mistake. That is a rookie mistake. I, you're, I agree. I'm sorry. That is a rookie mistake. That is a rookie mistake. If you have <laughs> that big burrito in the middle of the day, you are going to crash hard come three or four. You're not going to have the energy to get to that next panel. Oh, but, but we're talking about Tuesday, though, right? So if you have the big burrito for lunch, then that will help you get the necessary sleep that you need prior to preview night. Possibly. That's but what I was going at. Pro tip, don't eat big meals during the convention. No. Have your big meal at night with some friends or by yourself or however you roll. However you but roll, man. During the convention... Just have some some trail mix, some some granola. Uh... All right, let's let's get into that. Next point: if you have the time, and you should because you have like weeks to prep for this, go to the grocery store, get yourself some snacks, some juice boxes, some Capri Suns. Um, if you're flying in for this show, or even if you're not, and you're staying downtown, there's Ralph's on. First and G or front and G. First pro and tip. G. Hashtag you can go pro there, tip. You can pick up some food. You might want to get there early though, because people will run run through that place and they'll be out of everything. What's that like place Saturday. that what's that place that we always go to for our snacks? It's not like it's not like a grocery store, but it's like it's like it's like Aldi in San Diego without being called. Here's Aldi. a pro pro tip. Pro pro tip. Pro plus. 
We're not even charging extra for the subscription to Pro Plus servicing. If you're if you're cool, you will go to the Ralphs on G and First Avenue. Right. If you're really cool, yes, you will go to the Bargain Market. Talk about it. The Market. Tenth and Market. Tenth and Market. That's where you need to be. That place is banging. I love it so much. You can get every you can get everything you need. You can get your granola, jerky. They even have hygiene products. Everything you need, they have razors right there. there. They have razors right there. They have yeah, razors they, now. They have everything there. Shit! Wow, bargain. Stepping it up there. I like it. I like it very much. My personal favorites when it comes to like snack foods and just to have them in like my backpack. Oh, another another pro tip. Don't mess around with fanny packs. Like if you're going to travel and bring a bunch of stuff with you, backpack or bust. Like fanny packs are useless unless you're cosplaying, in which case fine. But if you're like trying to keep water and like snacks, yeah, backpack or bust, folks. I'm sorry. Otherwise, you're going to be spending tons of money on those Comic-Con hot dogs that we talk about so much. Which are good, but they're just they're overpriced for you know they're just just not, a hot dog. I mean, good is relative. Yeah. I mean, it is technically food. Technically, <laughs> when it, when it comes to snacks, Steve, give give some of the people your like your pro tips for like good snack foods. Don't have to be the pro plus tips, although if you want to give them, that's fine. But what are what are the seasoned veteran snacks that you should have in your Comic-Con backpack? All right. I think there are three snack necessities you need to be carrying. Okay. Number one. I mean, this is not, I mean, water, of course. Bring water. Right. A whole lot of water. whole lot of water. Jerky. Yes. Some kind of jerky or just... If you're a vegetarian, then just a whole lot of nuts, but some quick, easy protein. Yeah. If you need a burst of sugar or just some sugar or something that's just going to give you that quick burst of energy energy that you need. I myself am a fan of the Skittles. Me and Marshall and Lynch approve. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. And finally, and this is this is the best tip. You're not worried about the sugar rush from the Skittles? And then coming you down? You want the sugar rush, though. You might be running out of gas, say, 4 or 5 o'clock. You're going to need to find – you need to find – throw something in the tank. That's All right. going to be able to get you to that next thing. That's it's fair. Like an, it's like injecting NOS into the system. Jesus. The Here's what you need. I can't believe I'm giving this out here on the airwaves for free. Giving it out for free. Just for free. We're trying to take care of the community. We want everybody to have fun and not pass out on the show floor. Combos. Oh my God. The best. It's the everybody most, forgets about them. It is the most perfect snack food. Period. End of discussion. They're bite sized, they do not leave your fingers greasy. Nope. They don't leave your fingers orange. Or whatever color that that it leaves now with flaming hot Cheetos. No. Now, are are you a combos wrapped in pretzel guy or a combos wrapped pretzel guy? There we yeah. Bread combos. That's bullshit. Bread okay. combos are bullshit. That is bullshit. <laughs> 
right, here, here are my here are my tips. I like various granola bars, but yes, granola bars are good. Also, the fig bars that you can get. Yes, uh, those are very good. I need to preface though, not like Nutrigrain bars though. I'm talking about the full on like uh, Nature's Valley, but not the like hardest brick ones either. I'm talking about the ones where like you you can feel you can see the texture like there's nuts and there's fruit and there's like a little sugar on top of that not the nutrigrain bars the breakfast bars no they're no good not going to give you everything that you need team said team said combos i like to just have like a bag of like thin pretzels this is assuming of course you do not have access to philly soft pretzels which everyone knows is the greatest single snack food ever invented by humans. By man, woman, child, animal, mineral, whatever. I, so I cannot confirm nor deny that Teebs has asked me to ship out like a 20 pack of pretzels in anticipation of Comic-Con packing. That has happened well, before and I'm sure it will happen again. But uh, would you ship me out a... Uh... Eh, I, I don't... I don't know if it would get to you on time unless I overnighted or expressed that shit. Oh, uh, you got time. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll go down. I'll go down to the Philly pretzel hut and I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, various nuts that Tiva said that Tiva said already. Peanuts. Uh, uh, try to stay away from the peanuts, but a cashew is fine. Cashews are good. Pistachios are great. Um, Pistachios are messy. Because you got to deal with the I mean, shell. I mean, try to find the shelled ones if you can, but um, I almonds also, are good. Almonds and pistachios are expensive. Cashews, not so much. Uh, definitely, you want to try to get the unsalted. You don't need to be oh, no, no, dehydrated no. out there. Yeah, because it's bad enough. It's California. It's Southern California in July. You're going to be dehydrated enough already. I also like to have like some dried fruits laying around, like some cranberries, some apricots, like whatever you can get your hands on. Uh, also, bananas. Bananas are your goddamn best friend. They are your they are your god they are your goddamn BFF for this for this convention. Potassium, vitamins, minerals, and they're just thing is with bananas though you have to be careful because you have to bring maybe one or two and you want to make sure that you eat that shit before like two o'clock because if it's in your bag. The rest of the day, it's just wasted. Might as well just throw that shit away and your bag's going to be smelling like bananas the rest of the time. I don't love the fresh fruit idea <laughs> just because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, fluids and a lot of waste products that are produced. Um, it's, I, I love where your head's at, but I need something fast. Um, uh, apples? I'm in this panel. I just, I don't want to be, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want the guy to talk, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be in the middle of somebody's panel and they have to stop because I'm crunching on this apple. <laughs> apples are also no good because uh, apples, I believe, um, they promote digestion. So probably not a good idea to have too many of those, and then you're just like you're just bubbling for like the afternoon. Not a good idea. Now, when it comes to hydration, water, Gatorade, maybe coconut water if you really want that. That's it. I cannot stress enough. Red Bull, five-hour energy, totally, totally bad idea. 
That is a rookie mistake if I have ever seen one. Real quick, also. Yes. If you're going to the show or you're coming in from out of town, I cannot stress enough. Bring coffee in the morning. Oh, my God. You do not want to be in line. Like I said, minutes, seconds, hours are your most precious resource. You do not want to be wasting them in a Starbucks line. No, I want to be doing that. You don't want to be doing that for coffee. That's not that great to begin with. I um, just you're going to spend an hour in line for Starbucks. Now, I have I have a tip that I wrote down. Buy food at the convention center at your own risk. I feel like it's more, I should say, in case of emergency, break open glass. I myself am not a fan of convention food. Okay. Now, I'm not sure what's going to happen this year. They do have Harbor Drive blocked off. There might be food trucks down there. We'll see what happens. But um, And if there are, make sure those, listen, make sure those bitches are taking Venmo. Even there, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So I would much rather just wait, spend money on one big dope meal, and then feel successful. And that's going to lead me into the final. And this is this is a Teves and Kid Phoenix Pro Plus tip because we've done this every time that I've been out there. And it's such a fantastic idea that I think more people need to appreciate it. Now, this is optional, but it is definitely a good idea, especially if you don't have anything that you're really attached to on Sunday morning. And that's the idea of just like a Sunday brunch at like 9, 10 a.m., depending on what's open. Just sit down with your friends and just kind of hang out for like that first hour on Sunday and just get a, a full meal in you because it's been a while since you had one. And you're probably thinking that you might need to have one. I, we went to the Broken Yoke Cafe, which is right downtown, a couple blocks away from the convention center, and that was such a genius move on your part that I have to give you props for that, number one. Number two, I'm sorry I'm giving away your tip for free, but like I said, number three, we're trying to take care of the community. We just want to make sure that everybody's happy Jesus. and healthy and having a good time. Uh, sure. What? You, the, one time, the one time I want to give you credit for something and then you make me eat shit on top of it. Sorry, I'm not trying to make you eat shit. It's God just, damn it. Uh, giving away all my good tips here. I'm sorry. More tips inbound, but real quick, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Going to satisfy some of the sponsors here. And this is Teeves and Kid Phoenix versus San Diego Comic-Con. All the great tips, tools, and tricks that you're going to need for the San Diego Comic-Con that is happening starting tonight, preview night, going on through the rest of this weekend. We got you covered. Teeves, we, we got these. We got to give the people what they want. Not what they want. We got to give the people what they need in terms of this podcast. Exactly. So we'll come back after this commercial break with some more tips and tricks. This Teeves and Kid Phoenix will be right back after a message from these words. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds of all ages, it is the Teeves and Kid Phoenix versus podcast. This is Teeves and Kid Phoenix versus San Diego Comic-Con. This is going to serve as the mid-season finale. We are going to take a short intermission after this podcast, 
get the e-tanks and fulfill uh fill up the topics list a little bit more before we continue on for the rest of 2022 and beyond talking san diego comic-con we've been giving out tips and tricks this whole damn podcast and we're just going to keep it rolling teams i want to talk about the topic of merch and that encompasses toys clothing prints posters and of course comic books but i i Teeves is not on this bandwagon as much as I am. I'm not even really on this bandwagon, but I let me just point something out to you folks. There are Funkos everywhere. There's no need to stand in one spot unless they really have that one thing that no one else has, which is pretty damn rare, okay? Another side note, you'll find better things of what you're looking for in small press or artist alley like buy something original and help some of these independent artists like for example teebs and uh our our buddy vince who's also going to be in artist alley yes a good a good friend of the podcast um vince will be there also my other friend bob Bob draws stuff thing, Bob McCone, he'll be there. Um, also, just listen, honestly, it, it really helps out the smaller artists and the independent artists. A lot of them, this is how they're going to make their living for the year, off the money they make at this show, or right. at any show you might see them at. Right. Especially I, this year, because... It's the right. first time that it's a full con. A lot of these people have been decimated by there being no conventions for two years. Right. I would, I would, I would just say try to spread the love to these guys first before you, I don't know, buy from Funko or, you know, buy a corporate T-shirt or, you know, by whatever go this, to small press go to artist alley there's so much stuff in there i'm sure there's something that you'll at least find interesting i i crunchy have, roll does not need your money i have, they don't need it crunchy roll will be just fine these crunchy will be roll just will be fine. fine they will be just fine somebody in artist alley right might really need that five bucks it might really just make their convention you buy that one thing and that puts them into the plus side of money for this convention. Or you just buy that one thing. And that gives somebody who might have been feeling bad because they weren't selling anything that day. You buy that one little thing. Then all of a sudden they have a little bit of confidence. They can move on. They can sell more because they feel good. That their, whole, that their life isn't over because nobody's buying anything from them. I have a small collection of Funkos, but then I also have tons not i have plenty of small press and independent artist work hanging up on my wall i have two different diehard prints i have one that is absolutely fucking huge i have a kyler smith lenticular predator print and seriously the 20 dollars or whatever that you're going to use to buy that one funko fine if that's what you got to do whatever i'm not going to tell you not to do it but what i will say is 
the twenty dollars that you're going to spend for that one Funko. I'm not trying to guilt anybody. That one, that one Andrew Jackson or Harriet Tubman, you're going to spend on that one Funko is going to mean so much more to somebody in small press or artist alley. It really will. And the other thing that I'd like to, I mean, seriously, big companies, fine. Yes. You like what they do. You like their stuff. You like buying stuff from Marvel. You like buying stuff from, well, not from DC, not this show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but seriously, there are a lot of people out there doing the work. And they you just need to you just need to make sure that you give them the eyeball. And then who knows? You might be that one person that facilitates, you know, somebody's walking around with this like cool ass Wolverine print that they bought in small press. Somebody at Marvel, I'm not saying this is gonna happen, I'm just saying it might, it could. Somebody's like, oh, wow, that is an amazing Wolverine drawing. Who drew that? And then you point to the person in Artist Alley, and then, the, and then the Marvel person goes over there and says, hey, that Wolverine print is fucking amazing. Uh, show me your portfolio. I'm not, saying it, I'm not saying it will happen, but it could happen. You never know. That's what I'm saying. Support the small local art, the small artists and small press. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm just still hoping this happens to Teeves. You know, somebody's walking around with a with a kick-ass uh, Star Trek print, and then somebody over at IDW, whoever is like the Gene Roddenberry Corporation, is like, "Wow, who drew that stro- that Star Trek print?" And they point to Teeves. Next thing you know, Teeves is running a panel at Star Trek Con in two years. Um, sure. <laughs> Um, another little this is this doesn't happen often but when it does it really pisses me off don't be a haggler like pay what they ask and keep the line moving okay that's true it's look okay look we're not in the markets of Marrakesh here okay (laughs) whatever they say it is that's what it is now, if you want to bargain around and you want to be that guy, that's fine, but... Just wait until Sunday. Or, you know, fine, I get it. But, like, don't... If you're talking about a painting, if you're talking... Okay, we should amend this. All right, let's amend it. Amending. If it's under $50, don't haggle. There's no reason to haggle there. Okay. I'll, over I'll... $50... Like, okay, yeah, you got to do something, but like under, don't haggle over a fucking $25 t-shirt, okay? Come on. Just, just give the man doing? his money and keep What it are you moving. doing? Do, do we get into panel tips now? Sure. Okay. Let's start with the, let's start with the two big ones. There's Hall H and there's Ballroom 20. If you're seasoned Comic-Con veterans, you know what I'm talking about. If this is your first Comic-Con ever, you will know what I'm talking about. Probably Thursday night, you'll be like, holy shit, Kid Phoenix was right about Hall Asian Ball 20. Number one tip, pro plus 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 tip. Either you do not go as a group or accept the fact that some of your group will see what you want to and you don't get in for it. 
Solo missions to Hall H and Ballroom 20 don't guarantee entry, but you get a better chance of getting in because you'll be you'll walk up to the security dude and you'll be like, oh, I'm just one dude. Security has they'll probably be more inclined to let one person in than a group of six. It's the truth and it is fucking fantastic. I mean, that is your tip. That is that is your go-to move. That is my go-to move if I have anything I want to see in Hall H or Ballroom 20. I go I go by my damn self. If somebody that I am there with, if it's you, if it's a friend of the podcast, Deidre, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to this panel. I'm in line for it right now. Um, if you want to meet me here, cool, but I'm not going to wait for you. Like once I get in, once I get to the front of the line, if I'm there and I can see the door, I'm sorry, you're on your own the rest of the way. <laughs> oh boy, is Deeds going to the freaking show this year? I'm not sure, but I would not put it past her that she is. Uh, if she yeah. is, I'll we'll we'll reach out. We'll we'll right, we'll, we'll find we'll out if, if she's going. Uh, the Warner Brothers DC. Warner Brothers, Marvel—they're—they're they're always big draws, always. For those, you need to be in line for that wristband at least a day and a half before the time of the panel, and even then, you're still not guaranteed to get it. Definitely Marvel, maybe not so much Warner's, but uh, the other one is the Marvel. Yeah. Marvel, and for sure, The Walking Dead. Still, I no, I I doubt it. Really. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think the the new Game of Thrones show. I think that's going to have a also, pretty heavy line. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, down on those particular franchises. So so, Teves, can I give another one of my pro pro tips away? Let's hear it, folks. Scout Indigo Ballroom. They got they got good shit in there. I'm telling you, it may ballroom. Yes. Indie, like the, it might just be like the the Rick and Morty stuff and the the Orville I think was there one year. Archer is usually in the Indigo Ballroom. I know there's an Abbott Elementary panel in Indigo this year, which I'm really pissed off that I'm not going to be able to go because I would totally actually do that. don't be because it's a virtual panel. They're not not in person. Oh, that's I mean trash. So so everybody is going to be virtual and like they're gonna have patrons in the seats yes that's weird yeah whatever i guess other thing about hall h ball 20 uh the the replays that they have in i can't remember what room it's in but when they do replays for those panels they're fine use them most of the things that are revealed as far as like special trailers are going to be on youtube anyway the next day so Don't sweat it too much if you don't get into that panel. Like news outlets are gonna cover the big panel. So you're you're not gonna miss much. True. Any any other panel tips that you that you have that you'd like to share? Okay. So this is a tricky one, and you really have to read the schedule like a hawk. But hawks with video cameras. Here's a great example. Um the year of the, of the I want to say, 25th anniversary of the X-Files, 
um, whatever year that was, whatever book that is that I have my X-Files piece in, I think it's 2017. Right. Um, there was a big X-Files reunion or, or retrospective panel in Ballroom 20. Uh-huh. Uh, I could not make it in for that. It was, I was, I, again, I did a bad job of keeping my feelings at the door. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that's not true. I, w- I would have liked to got in, but uh, there was something else that was more popular that people were staking out that room for. Simpsons. So, um, however, I did see in the schedule that Gillian Anderson was going to be on a X-Files comic book panel. Right. And so I just went to that. So I got to see Gillian Anderson, most of the lone gunmen. I might have missed out on Duchovny, but still, I did not have to wait in a ridiculously long, long, long line. It was in a smaller room. I got to get closer to her than I would have gotten in the big room anyway. Um, so the tip here is read the schedule. If there's somebody that you're trying to see and they're in a big room, just check and make sure that they're not also on the panel in a small room. That's a good tip. Yeah. Now, the, the grand finale of this podcast. Like, people want to know what we're excited for, specifically for San Diego Con this year. And I got to say, there's, there's quite a bit, quite a bit for me. If I were going, Saturday would 1,000% be my Indigo Ballroom day because we're talking... Rick and Morty Vindicators. We're talking Archer. We're talking Orville. Um, Honestly, but you've seen, and the Orville is not in Indigo. Orville's in Ballroom 20. Ball 20, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I apologize. Haven't you seen Archer and those guys like thousands of times already? Yes, but who's to say that I don't need to see them again? Like, I never know when uh the the series finale of archer is going to be that's true right i don't want to be i don't want to miss out on i don't want to miss out on the panel prior to the series finale there is something that i'm really looking forward to which is also in indigo but i believe this one's on friday the 22nd that is uh gendy tartakovsky's primal season two Mm-hmm. I love that fucking series just because it just it's so the the animation is so Samurai Jack and it's fucking fantastic and I love the storytelling so Primal season two for sure I would be interested in seeing I would still probably go to the Abbott Elementary panel even though it's all virtual just because I love that show it's a shame that it's virtual and people won't be in it like the stars won't be in attendance but I get it I would be down to see the Walking Dead panel because I'm a glutton for punishment and for fuck's sake, I can't quit the show until that show quits. Uh, would I like yes, to see... You can. Yes, no, you I can't. Can. I really can't. Would I like to see the Marvel and the Black Adam panel? Yes, but again... No! Like, I can, why? I can see... I, would you let me finish? But I can see any trailers or anything on YouTube the next day anyway, so who gives a shit about that? I don't want to step on Teeves' toes. There's definitely one 
huge effing thing that I'm looking forward to, and I'm really pissed off that I can't be there this year. I think Teeves knows what I'm going to say, so I'm just going to give Teeves the floor. Uh, I have no idea what you're going to say. Dragon uh, Ball Super Superhero? No, no. Although I, I wouldn't be against that either, but no, definitely not that. I'm talking about Capcom. Oh, yeah. The Street Fighter Six. The Street uh, Fighter Six panel and round table. Uh, as you know, or if you follow the show at all, you know, Dio and I are huge fighting game fans, especially the game Street Fighter. Huge, huge nerds when it comes to Street Fighter. Um, and yes, that panel. I'm very excited to seeing what the haps is on the new game. And, uh, and yeah. Now, with Capcom, so I'm trying to remember, do they have a Street Fighter-specific panel and a Capcom panel, or is it just the, yes. or, is, or is Street Fighter Six going to be included in the Capcom panel? This year, they are doing both. They are doing a just Capcom games panel and a, and a particularly Street Fighter panel. See, I appreciate that. I will just, be there for both. I, I appreciate that just because, like, there's only so much that I give a shit about when it comes to Capcom. Like, I don't really care about Monster Hunter Rise. I don't really care about... I, I kind of care about Resident Evil 4 make, but not quite just yet. But Street Fighter Six is the bit is the granddaddy for me. And, and Teeves, for that matter. And that's the one that we really care about when it comes to Capcom. We just really want that game to be just a return to what made Street Fighter fantastic. And we hope Capcom is not going to fail us like they did with, oh, I don't know, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Well, uh, for all intents and purposes, everything I've seen so far looks pretty good. So hopes are high, but we'll see, you know. Uh, there's a future of Doctor Who panel. I don't know what's going to be what's going to be on it. Uh, I, there's no cast or anything there. I think it's just fans, but I'll check it out. There's also what else was I looking at the other day? Uh, all about licensed tabletop games in 2022. I think that's a, I think that'll be a fun panel just to see what is on the horizon, not just for D and D and Pathfinder, but like for other tabletop stuff that might be you know coming out soon there's the x-men animated 30th anniversary panel that's at the neil morgan auditorium at the san diego central library so if you have time on friday from one to two and you're a giant fan of that show that is definitely something worth checking out i would also like to shout out friend of the podcast wobie idw publishing 2022 and beyond is also Friday, one to two. Sorry, Wolves, if I was going to the con, I would place X-Men 30th anniversary over IDW. I'm sorry, you can get at me in the menchies if you need to. Apologize, that's just that's just how it works. What 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 else? What else is there to look forward to? Like that that's all you're um, psyched about. One of my big panels that I have a lot invested in is going to see a panel for my new favorite television show, Evil. Um, oh, son of a bitch. There's an evil panel. 
There will be uh, basically any panel with horror in the title. Teebs will be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's definitely a panel starring or with folks from A24 and Blumhouse. Nice. And some of the bigger horror uh, uh, production houses. So Teebs will be at that. Um, is there this? Is there another kind of uh, horror panel on like a offshoot place? Like uh, I think that was Shutter that did that one year. Uh, don't know yet, um, but all of the offsite stuff is really yet to shake out. So, and then you know, shameless. Okay, this is definitely shameless plug. But I don't care. But also, folks, if you have nothing to do. On Thursday, July 21st, from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m., shoot over to room 29CD and join Dr. Janina Scarlett, Chase Masterson, Chris Morrow, Billy San Juan, Dustin McGinnis, and our own teams at the Mental Health and Pop Culture Panel. 130 to 2.30 in room 29CD, moderated by friend of the podcast, Vince Alvendia. Seriously, if you look up Teeves and Kid Phoenix in the San Diego Comic-Con uh, programming guide, we're in the programming guide. You can search Teeves and Kid Phoenix at San Diego Comic-Con, and it will point you to that panel. And, you know, hopefully not the last time Teeves and Kid Phoenix shows up in that book. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing what we can, folks, okay? But for right now, Teeves is going to get the props this time. But check it out. It is a bit of an extension on the Mental Health and Pop Culture podcast that we did. So walk in. If you have any questions, feel free. Uh, they will answer all the questions that they can. And promoting fine mental health, take care of your mentals, and who knows, just say say hi to Teeves, wave to Teeves, do what you got to do, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm happy that you're in a panel for once. I'm pretty excited myself, yes. How, how, many how many years have we wanted to do a panel, and now you're doing it, you son of a bitch. It's happening, yes. So. It's really happening. Big things are happening for, I guess, just Teeves right now. Well, no, not just me. Come on. You got stuff happening. Too. I got stuff happening, too. But that is going to do it for our tips and tricks for San Diego Comic-Con. It's Teeves and Kid Phoenix. If you want to hit us up on the socials to get even more little tasty morsels and tasty nuggets of some, some advanced knowledge of our fine times at San Diego Comic-Con, you can hit us up. On Twitter, I am at a DOB Royster. Teeves is at a Teeb K. You can hit us up on the show at Teeves and Kid Versus. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. If Teeves feels so inclined, maybe he can forward us some awesome pics of the show floor and stuff, and we'll put them up on our Instagram and the Facebook. So exclusive photos from the Teeves and Kid Phoenix socials when it comes to San Diego Comic-Con. He'll hit me up with all the pressing news and maybe we'll have a, I mean, not maybe, we'll definitely have a San Diego Comic-Con, what, what's, the, what's the word, prologue? 
recap recap episode in the coming weeks. But for now, like I said, it's unfortunate. This is our mid-season finale. We are taking a break for, I don't know, what, a month, two months, who knows? Let's say, uh, yeah, two months. We, we will be back, we promise. We can't leave you out in the dark too long. But we are going to recharge the batteries here. Series two rolls on. It just keeps going. Have fun at the Comic-Con this weekend. I wish I could be there. I wish I could be there to harass Steve on his panel. But sadly, I'm not going to be able to do it. So just go. I'm not saying harass him, but be cool. Be kind to everybody. Be nice. Leave your feelings at the door and just enjoy yourself. It's the first San Diego Comic-Con back. So we want to make it a pleasant experience for everybody. Exactly right. So we are going to take, we are going to get out of here and we will talk to you all soon. Special advanced content coming whenever something strikes our brains, which tends to be often. So it might be sooner than you think, but in the meantime, we're going to get out of here. Series two continues. Thieves and Kid Phoenix. We're out of here. We'll talk to you guys soon.